Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. And welcome everybody, Bob Stoffer joining you from Rogers Place where tonight the Edmonton Oilers hope to rock the Carolina Hurricanes. This is Oilers Now and it is brought to you by our title sponsor, World of Spas. Bob Stoffer at Rogers Place, Brendan Escott back in the 630 Jet Studios along with Kellen Kennedy, jam-packed edition of a 90-minute version of Oilers Now. Coming up. We'll have a full preview of tonight's game with some comments from Chris Knobloch, the Oilers head coach, along with Darnell Nurse and Matthias Ekholm. We will also get to our game day lineup report, our top story in NHL today, all in the first half hour of the show. At uh, Let's see. At 5.05 today, one of the most plugged-in men of the business for Abe's Door Service. We will talk to Elliot Freeman from NHL Hockey on Rogers and Carolina Hurricanes General Manager Don Waddell will join us at 5.35. Here is how you get hold of us. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more information. And the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline is 780-496-0063. You can ring in the new year with Brett Kissel. Live at the River Cree, December the 31st. Get your tickets now at TheRiverCreeResort.com. River Creek Resort and Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Brendan's back in the 630 Ted Studios at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's on Twitter. You can also tweet me personally at Bob underscore Stoffer and her Twitter account for Oilers Now. It has over 40,000 followers at Oilers Now. Edmonton Oilers have had basically a week off. Our top story, Oilers get back at it tonight against the Carolina Hurricanes. Top story four. Legacy heating and cooling, whether it's heating or cooling, you need get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. We'll get to the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial in a second, but let's get to our audio vault for Direct Workwear. Check out their Direct Workwear's new FR Parker enhanced warming features, only $270. Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch had this to say on uh, what do you think the Oilers accomplished over the break. Feeling very confident with it. Um, often you don't want to have a break after a four-game winning streak. I think it was beneficial for us. We got some rest. Guys were able to um, recover some nagging injuries. Um, and the last two days of practice, I've really been happy with. And I think guys get sick of practicing. They're here to play. They're competitors. That's what they want to do. And um, hopefully we can start uh, another or continue our winning streak. All right, Knobloch had these comments on the Carolina Hurricanes, who are the last team to beat the Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton, uh, 4-0 in their last four games, outscoring the opposition 21-7. Carolina's a very good hockey team. They check very well and, you know, usually outshoot their opponent and outchance them. We just have to be prepared, and they there's never an easy shift against these guys. they got four lines that play very similar every one of them. And uh, if we want to get scoring chances, if we want to play a good game, we have to be ready to match that uh, compete level. 
That is Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch. Now, one of the topics from today, Philip Broberg. Yesterday, uh, initially reported by Kevin Weeks, uh, that Philip Broberg's name out was out there in, in possible trade discussions. Frank Cervelli later reported Darren Ferris had um, permission to potentially seek a trade. That was later uh, refuted by Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland uh, in a tweet put out by Ryan Rashog, who also got some further clarity from Darren Ferris, who represents Broberg. Here is Edmonton Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch on the Broberg situation. Yeah, no, that's a difficult situation. It's uh, difficult for the um, the organization. Obviously, very difficult for the player. Um, you've got a, a wonderfully talented hockey player who just can't get that opportunity. Um, you know, for the last for the entire season and going back to last year being very few injuries, if any at all, with the defense. The top six have been intact and staying healthy and playing each night is makes it very difficult for him to get his opportunity and play um, right now i'm very happy with our six defensemen they've been playing well our defensive structure has been good our goals against is going down if somebody goes down and it certainly will happen because it is it is hockey it is national hockey league and we play a lot of games we are going to be eventually missing somebody and it's been very odd that the Oilers have gone this long without that happening. And unfortunately, now that I'm bringing it up and saying this, something's going to happen. But um, I know when he gets that opportunity and gets to play, he'll get to show that he can play. But unfortunately, the situation right now is he is our seventh guy. And we have tried getting him involved because we do feel that he is a hockey player and can be a solid, really good hockey player here with the Oilers. Um, but to do that, we're getting him involved, dressing seven defensemen. Now that's really difficult because of the flow of the game and he hasn't been getting minutes, you know, whether it's been five or 10 minutes for a defenseman, it's not enough to leave your mark and it's just difficult to play that way. And no matter who you talk about, you talk to uh, Connor McDavid, Leon Dreisaitl, or just somebody who's getting their foot in the door, confidence is a huge thing. And it's tough to do that just being just an extra piece. And I know when he gets that opportunity that he is playing regularly, he'll prove that he can uh, make his mark. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
That is Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch. Now, Matthias Ekholm took some time in his journey. He was a fourth-round pick, sometimes with defensemen. It's almost, you know, there's a, a little bit different pressure on guys that are kind of first-rounders or certainly top-ten picks the way Philip Broberg is. Um, Matthias Ekholm, like Broberg, is Swede. Matthias was a fourth-rounder, developed in an organization that has a propensity of developing defensemen, that being the Nashville Predators. Here's Ekholm on the Broberg situation. I have no idea how it is to be him right now. I can I can speak from my own experience. Obviously, I think uh, me coming over, there was obviously I had a full year in the American League and didn't have to think about the NHL or anything. Just kind of adjust um, to the game over here, to everything that's around, and then uh, got my shot the next year. I was scratched about 20 games, but I played over 60 at least. And you find your way after a while, and you just kind of what I found was. You have coaches that try to make you play a certain way, but there's, and and they will always think that what they think is the way to play. But when you're a player, you also gotta tune that out at times. You're gonna have to play the way your your game is, because if you're trying to be somebody else that you're, that's not you, I'm not saying this is Philip. I'm saying this is, was my experience um, growing up and and getting into the league. Um, there's times where you just have to think about what do you think is the right thing to do and um, overcoming that because coach can tell you one thing you do completely opposite and we score a goal they're not going to come back with you negatively they're going to say oh that was a great play even though he didn't say that so um, I think for him it's 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 a challenge to find that way because sometimes it's about being obviously comfortable and, and you got to play and, and those usually work together because if you don't play it's hard to be comfortable so um, obviously he's a young demon he's got all the tools and that, that you can ever ask for a young D-man to have. So I'm sure he's going to figure it out sooner or later. But I think at this time, it's just about him. We need him to be playing, and, and, and uh, he's not going to develop in, in the press box. So that's just what that is. And then I'll leave that up to whoever decides what, what to do. But um, my experience with it is sometimes you, you there is an adjustment period, and you, you just need to kind of figure it out yourself. That is uh, Edmonton Oilers defenseman Matthias Ekholm, who's played 761 games in the NHL, talking about Philip Broberg. Broberg has played 79 games in the league. He's averaged 12.36 in ice time. He has only averaged 10.32 in the games played this season. And, in fact, if you take a look at it this year, uh, did not play the last four games. Was a healthy scratch last four games. All Oilers victories. The two games before that, he played 10-22 and 5-17. So he only played 5-17 against Carolina in that loss. And then prior to that, uh, so let's we'll just work with the games that Knobloch's coach, who's 6-3 and three as head coach of the Oilers. Um, bottom line is, he's only played two of the seven games. My guess is... Don't be surprised if Philip Broberg is sent to Bakersfield tomorrow morning. And to me, now is not the time to trade Philip Broberg. His value is at an all-time low. All right, Darnell Nurse was asked today about getting the practice time and the extra days and whether or not it helped them get used a little bit more to Chris Knobloch. For sure, I think it's uh, <clears throat> an asset to have that time. And obviously, when when everything happened, it, it uh, happened, seemed to happen in the blink of an eye. And we we're playing every other day, so to have uh, a few days for you know you're able to communicate, go through the systems. Um, same time, you know, get the terminology probably for him, get a, a good sense and feel for us as a group um, over that over I'm those those last sure. few days. So it was good, and I thought uh, we used it in the right way. All right, uh, where as 
obviously Philip Roberg's a big part of the story right now. Evan Bouchard is uh, got 22 points in 22 games this year. He's got uh, two goals and 10 points in his last eight games on an eight-game point streak. And the top four defensemen in the NHL that have played north of 200-plus minutes this season, the top four defensemen in expected goals for are all in this game. Three of the Carolina defensemen and then Evan Bouchard. Here is Oilers head coach Chris Knobloch talking about Bouchard. A very smart player, transports the puck really well. I know the forwards love when he's on the ice because they know they're going to get a puck, they're going to get a good pass from him. Um, when he's playing his best, he's moving his feet and being able to check. You know, he checks differently than, than his partner Eki does, but he's still a pretty good checker when he's moving his feet and he's got good angles. Um, and um, he does have a good stick. And usually a guy who has a good stick is somebody who's got good awareness, is a smart hockey player. And he is definitely that. All right. And just to uh, recalibrate that stat for you. So an expected goals for percentage of defensemen that have played 200-plus minutes this year. Because believe it or not, the guy that's actually at the top of the charts is Dylan McElrath. One of the toughest guys to come out of the Western League in the last 20 years. He might be the toughest guy in the minors right now, but he's only played one NHL game this year, so he doesn't count. Uh, Brett Pesci from Carolina is at a 63.29% expected goals for. Okay. Uh, Brady Shea of Carolina is at 62.62. Evan Bouchard is third with uh, defenseman 200-plus minutes at 62.37. And then Chatfield is fourth at 61.11. So, kind of puts things in perspective with what the guy's been doing so far this year. And speaking of Evan Bouchard, Matthias Ekholm of the Edmonton Oilers had these comments on his defense partner. He's an instinctive guy. He's got such good, quick reads. Like, he reads the game really well, and he reads the pressure situation, not pressure. Like, you could tell in Winnipeg there was a couple times where I think I went down and I kind of dropped it back to him on the blue line and he just made it as a last guy he's, he's dangling a, a, a forward and, and when he when he makes those plays you know that he's kind of on his game it's I'm not telling telling him or want him to make those risky plays all the time but when he does usually he's, he's on his game and he's feeling it and he's playing really well so I think he's uh, he's done that throughout most of the this whole year, but especially as of late. All right, there you go. That's our Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct work. Where Let's bring aboard Brendan Escott back to the 630 Chad Studios. Again, Brendan, don't be surprised if tomorrow Philip Broberg goes down to Bakersfield. You know, we've, we've had a day to let the dust settle a bit for me, and I know Darren Ferris is trying to get some activity out there on his client, but for me, from an Oilers perspective, from an asset management, this guy's value isn't at a high and the reality is he is the first defenseman that comes in the lineup if there's an injury with their top six do you concur with those thoughts or where's your headspace at yeah it's disappointing that we're at a a spot now where we can look back and say this should have been done a week ago two weeks ago what have you i get that he is the first shoulder tapped when need be and and uh you know sort of seventh D-man role, but that's not where we needed to see him. He had to be the guy that was playing 15 minutes a night in Edmonton, or the guy playing 25 minutes a night in Bakersfield, and he's been neither, and we're now 23 games into the season as of tonight, so it's it's getting time to start gaining some traction, and I absolutely agree. This is the wrong time to be shopping the prospect, because his value couldn't possibly be lower than it is right now. Now, the reality of the situation is last year when the Edmonton Oilers traded Tyson Berry, very popular teammate, 
part of the rationale was they were getting Eckholm, which was an upgrade for them in the tops, uh, their top four. And uh, a second pairing left-hand D, a veteran to play behind Darnell Nurse. But the other part of it was to hand the power play to Bouchard. And the reality is the power play has been better under Bouchard. It certainly was in the final 20 games last year. It is at 26.6%, which is not as high as it was last season. But it took off under Bouchard and it was supersonic gin and tonic come playoff time for the Oilers. And I wonder whether or not at some point, and I know Brett Kulak's a very popular player and played really well in the playoffs the last two years. That's kind of the spot that Broberg has to come in. If he's st- So we'll wait and see what happens with injuries, if there are any. But I think we're both in the same place. Uh, and again, don't be surprised if tomorrow you see Philip Broberg uh, sent down to Bakersfield. It's 449 in Edmonton. Bob Stoffer, Brendan S. Scott, Kellen Kennedy with you on Oilers Now when we return NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing and a game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Big bald Tyler has texted us on a Ashley Five Floors text line. He says, Bob, in your opening, there's a line. Get on the ice and don't play nice. That sums up how we have to come out tonight. The moment that puck drops, the team has to play hard, fast, and mean. Not stupid, not taking dumb penalties, but don't take no crap from the Hurricanes. That one comes to us from Big Bald Tyler. You can text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line. We go to NHL today. It is presented by Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist. Head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Here's Brendan Escott. Okay, uh, we're just a few minutes away from the puck dropping on two games and the only Canadian content tonight is your Edmonton Oilers at 7.30 this evening. Uh, But the Golden Knights and Blues should be a good one going on at the same time. So too, the Lightning and Penguins. Leafs defenseman John Klingberg will have hip surgery and miss the rest of the season. But as we know at this point, his career may well be in jeopardy. So we hope uh, he has the best recovery possible. Buffalo today acquiring Eric Robinson from Columbus for a seventh round pick in the 2025 draft. That is Buddy Robinson's brother. Blue Jackets also placing Cole Sillinger, Adam Bolkvist, and uh, Elvis Merzlichkins on IR. Most significant injury there is Bolkvist has a shoulder strain projected to be out four weeks. Apparently the uh, Habs are facing some blowback for charging fans $195 to have the mascot Yuppie come over and make a, a personalized appearance at your seat while you're in the game. Um, that's, it was an interesting piece of news, I I guess, and a, just one of funny news that I was able to dig up. Um, whoa, 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 Brennan, you know who's really paying for all of those personal appearances. Oh, Bob. Alberta taxpayers are paying for all those, aren't they? I, I guess so, yeah. So it's coming out of our pocket and going straight to UP. Damn, damn straight it is. Yeah, and okay, so this, you got to hear this. An ECHL player uh, received a 10-minute misconduct last night or yesterday morning. Maybe it was today, Wednesday. It was this morning. It was a hockey-hooky game this morning and uh, somebody shot a chicken nugget that was thrown onto the ice, shot it back into the crowd and received a 10 minute misconduct for that. So a bit of an obscure day in the hockey news world and uh, otherwise I'll just tell you that the Oil Kings are back in action on Friday in Medicine Hat. Golden Bears are off until the 29th of December. They meet McEwen in an exhibition game. Bakersfield gets a home and home with Ontario this weekend. Are you telling me you've never fired a chicken nugget or something that's come on the ice? Well, I think Jeff Cowan most famously was dealing with stuff being thrown on the ice at him. Oh. The Brabarian, do you recall that? 
Uh, no, but just for fun, tomorrow is George LaRock's birthday. Just take a look at Jeff Cowan gets destroyed by George <laughs> LaRock. It is the second hardest hit that George ever threw. The hardest hit ever was on yours. No, he hit Jeff Cowan harder than he hit me. But George hunted him down from, like, the uh, Pittsburgh offensive zone back into the Pittsburgh end, and Cowan went back behind the goal, and George just angled him off and absolutely obliterated him. So uh, explain to me, what was it they called? What do they call Conan? Was was it Cowan the Barbarian? Is that what they called him? No, it was the Brabarian because I, it, I don't know how it generated. I was reasonably oh, young. But in Vancouver. Broad on somebody, yeah, and then it became a thing. You know, in the mid-70s, uh, three women attired in nothing else but uh, figure skates hopped on the ice. And the Canucks were not playing very well. And the analyst, I believe, was Bay Pratt. And uh, that was his uh, segmented uh, feature that he ran during the intermission, more than once, as it turned out. It was a different time back then. Yeah, well, streaking, streaking was a Bre- Brendan in the 1975 Super Bowl. <laughs> or not the Super Bowl, the Grey Cup in Calgary. The coldest Grey Cup of all time. Uh, this lady decided to uh, streak on the field. It happens. And uh, I don't think a lot of us really think it's that big of a deal. And, and you know, so it's, in fact, did it not sort of happen again? Was there not like a run of streakers about five or six years ago where it became popular again? I'm not sure. Because um, I'm always looking for the best possible hockey fights on YouTube to prep before each game. Let's do this. Uh, let's segue into uh, the game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Make your financial future a soaring and scoring success for a free financial consultation visit mcguirefinancial.ca it'll be Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman Leon Dreisettle with Evander Kane and Connor Brown McDavid 15 points 12 career games against the Hurricanes uh, Dreisettle 18 and 15 McLeod Fogel and Gagne was on their right wing in the last game. Hamlin with Yanmark on the left side and Derek Ryan on the right side. Nurse and CeCe, Ekholm and Bouchard, Kulak and Deherney. Stuart Skinner starts in goal. He's 8-7 and 1 at 3.16 goals against average. 81 save percentage. That's uh, .881 save percentage. The order is 13th in the league in goals, 4th, 3.32. 6th in the league at power play at 26.6%. Uh, and uh, they've actually moved up to 19th in the league in penalty kill. They're, they're at 104.8 now in special teams, which is good. Carolina's got the best shot metrics in the NHL. They're out shooting the opposition by 10 shots per game. They got Aho up front with Bunting and Seth Jarvis. Jesperi uh, Kotkaniemi and, uh, with Svechnikov and Taravainen. Stahl with Jordan Martinuk, the Leduc product, and yes. Fast and Drury with Stefan Nason and Martin Natchez. Slavin and Burns, Shea and Pesci, an outstanding top four, Orlov and Chatfield. And we think it's going to be Pyotr uh, Kochekov starting in goal for the Hurricanes. He's 4 4 and 1 at 2.83 goals against average. And the exact same save percentage as Stuart Skinner, 8 8 1. Carolina last in save percentage, but uh, 17th in goals against because they don't give up a lot of shots. They're 14 9 and 1. They're 6 and 7 on the road. That is your game day lineup report and it is time for Oilers Now Game Day Trivia for Pro-Am Sports Fan Cave and Fan Gear Specialists for all budgets. All correct answers are entered to win a signed Evander Kane reverse retro jersey. Check out proamsports.ca or visit uh, 12728 St. Albert Trail in Edmonton. The Edmonton Oilers really like two players that ended up in Carolina. One was in the 2017 draft. One was in the 2020 draft. They're both in the lineup tonight for the Hurricanes. They're both first-round picks. 
Who do the Oilers like in 17 and in 20 that are on the right side of uh, the forward units for the Carolina Hurricanes? That's the Texas, the correct answer. And uh, we'll get to the trivia when we bring Elliot Friedman in at 5.05. Off to a global news weather traffic update. Randy Kilburn.